as we began to talk about Dak Prescott and his evaluation of the game, I really have to really pull up this thing right here. It, we got to find some silver lining in this thing altogether, and we got to stop just being so negative. The guy threw 455 yards. Now, I understand. I do understand this wholeheartedly that you do have the right to to be upset about the three interceptions, whether three, whether two interceptions and the one fumble. I can see that, but we're going to have to just look at this thing collectively and say to ourselves, "Would you rather not have the thirty wins and be like one of those mediocre old Ray?" I'm talking about with the quarterback play. I understand it's not the, I guess, Tom Brady play or the Ben Roethlisberger's of the worlds or or uh, let me see, Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryans, all of the first-round draft picks. Of course, I do know that Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick, but neither here nor there. It, it is what it is, Cowboy Nation. Uh, as we begin to pull up these things, I really want to say this right here. Guys, just pop the brakes, but I want to bring out first, speak for yourself, we're going to listen to them, and then we're going to go back and forward, and then we're going to do the quick Q&A and things like that. But I thank everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, as we begin to just tell you guys, do not, and I'm going to repeat, do not lose focus. Let's keep the positive energy going. It's, it's one of those things where it's, it may not be all what you want, but it's something that you got, right? So just enjoy that. All right, so let's go ahead and hit see what they got to say. I was not impressed with Dak Prescott. There you go. I there just, we go. I was, not impressed? No, because I think the Cowboys uh, ran an offensive system that made no mm -hmm. sense. Uh, in the first half, Dak threw the ball 26 times, and I think they ran it 16, 17 times in the first half. They were out of balance because I think that Jerry sent the message down, this is going to be Dak's big mm -hmm. game. Dak's going to come out here and light up this beat-up secondary, and Dak's going to have this great game, and, and we're going to prove that Dak's a franchise quarterback. And Dak was terrible in the first half and kept the game close. In a game, they crushed him in time of possession, doubled him in yardage. Dak throws for 455 yards. This game went overtime. Mm. This, they couldn't get it. This, this was a Dallas led from start to finish, basically, never trail. And the guy threw the ball 54 times. Makes now, no now, sense. This is what I really want to pull up to everybody. And, and I got to say this. Dak Prescott beat Drew Brees. We have yet to hear one, one, one negative sentence uttered by the, uh, the national media about Drew Brees' situation, right? So Dak then turns around and beat Carson Wentz. And we hear not one shred of negative uh, talk track or or any evaluation that's going on with Carson. Now, I'm not saying that that Dak single-handedly beat those two guys, but if I was to ask any Saints fan or if I was to ask any Eagles fan at this point, would you rather have Dak Prescott performance during this game or that game, especially against the Saints? Would you rather have Dak Prescott performance or would you rather have the quarterback that you guys got? performance and i guarantee you if i line up nine out of ten guys it should be well ten out well, nine out of ten guys might say hey um I, I would rather for us to have Dak prescott performance now with that being said a lot of cowboys fans a, a lot of those guys uh just dog the guy so much that i have no choice but to do this video now i i have to say this 
Dak Prescott, yes, he got to improve on a lot of things. He's not the best quarterback of the world. But what I'm saying is the intangible, the things that you just don't see, you see this time and time again out there on the field as it translates to a W. Look, style points is cool and everything, and I love it. But at the end of the day, give me the W. That's what all that matter. Everyone have reasonings, but results are what matter. But let's keep on going. Thank you all for tuning in Run this early morning. If they had run the football and used the balance <laughs> attack, this game would have been 26 to 7. Yeah, look, look, to your point, that so, kept uh, hold on, hold the on. Eagles alive. Is that he coaching or was that the quarterback? Was amazing in that fourth quarter, amazing in overtime. Last ball touchdowns. was knocked down. It was a fluke touchdown. Does that count? Does that yeah, count? no, okay. it, it counts. Good, good Great defensive play. That, it was. Yeah. Greater Bad offensive throw. play. Man, we saw Eli win two Super Bowls from fluke plays. Ball sticking on the helmet of the <laughs> of the receiver. Also, Eli closing his eyes, throwing it, and all of a sudden, number 17 is wide open on onto the side of the ball. You look, I know some quarterbacks that would dream and wish that they had two Super Bowls. Eli was able to get it done. So, quarterback, you know what? What makes you great sometimes are your mistakes. Uh, one of the better quarterbacks out there, <laughs> say, is, there's a saying it's better to be lucky than good, right? But there's also, you cannot discount the fact that Brett Favre, <laughs> he was a guy that was a gunslinger. He leads the NFL. There's nobody that threw more than him interceptions. But at the same time, he got touchdowns and he had the heart of a champion. He wore number four as well. I'm not comparing Dak Prescott to Brett Favre. But you got to look at it collectively. Sometimes it is what it is. You get for what you got in a draft. And on top of that, just because you go out there and get a first-round draft pick and out of a quarterback do not mean you're going to guarantee of going to the Super Bowl or getting a Super Bowl. And I'll bring up those facts later. No, no. <laughs> <I'm Mark Cooper. laughs> but the point of this is uh, not his best game. I don't think this was Dak's best game. This was maybe his greatest game in terms of impact. Uh, a a trash-talking, divisional, full Super Bowl champion comes into your house. Guess what you do? You handle business. And you put up career numbers you do. Uh, for Dak Prescott, who we've always talked about being a little too conservative, uh, especially in today's rules and playing the quarterback position. And more importantly, he took the governor off. And I told you, as a Dak critic, I was like, I told you, I was like, this week's going to be different for Dak. Something told me his spicy comments coming back at, at the Philadelphia Eagles. Who? She? Oh, Dak was like, I'm outside the normal comfort zone, and I'm mm. now going to show you more of my personality. And I think it showed on the field. Dak, Dak to me, took it the, to a different level. He saw the Philadelphia injury report just like you and everybody else. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he was going to be feeling. And that secondary, secondary, right? Yeah. I hear you. Uh, you know. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm at the same opinion I had going into that game last night is the same right. opinion I still have about Dak. Yeah, he had his best game ever. Good stuff. He didn't play that well for two quarters and a half. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, he started to turn it around. Uh, but this is a guy who finally had over 300 yards. He hadn't done that all season long. Right. He's got great players around him now. He's got a really good number one wide receiver, the best back in the business, you can argue that. He's got a really good offensive line, a great defense. Yeah, you can win. And I'm not going to be surprised if they go to the playoffs and if they get past the first round, maybe an NFC championship game. Who knows? I think they have that talent around him. But he's not that franchise quarterback. I don't think he's that guy – that you're going to give 25 to or 30 to 35 million dollars. Mm. Jerry wants him to be that way. I'm sure the other teams in the division, because once you give him that let money, me, let me shut down the greatest tight one of the greatest tight ends of all time. All right. So, to me personally, as we look at the things, we can just pull up the facts. 
I can tell you this, Gonzalez. Dak Prescott, his first three years, was better than any quarterback that you ever had throwing you the ball within, within their first three years. Law, do you have facts on that? Yes, I got facts on that. Let's bring up the facts finder because you guys know I like to dig it up and put it out there so that everybody can see. Because, you know, always this, these people, they get up there, they read these scripts, and they have to answer to the law now. Because this is the thing, guys. We already know. We already know what everybody's going to say. What well, Dak Prescott's trash. Dak Prescott can't hit water if he fell off a boat. But let's call him out. Let's see what Matt Ryan. And then nobody, nobody on this green earth can tell me that Matt Ryan didn't have weapons. He had weapons his entire career. But we're going to look up the facts, though. And then also I do know that Matt Ryan didn't start his first few games. Sharp, they had some guy named Sharp in there. But we're going to still do one through three. Because at this point of his career, he still had about the same amount of playing time as we can look right here and validate it. Games played, Dak Prescott 45, Matt Ryan 46. I'm going back to the fact finder. Let's look at every single category and let's see what Matt Ryan, if they call him Matty Ice, did out there on the field. All right, so we're going to look at this thing from here. Oh, completions. Okay, okay. Dak is winning in that category. Oh, attempts. Okay. Dak is losing in that category. So this completion rate should be lower, right? <laughs> so uh, with that being said, oh, snap. Do you guys see that? Is that what your eyes can see? Is that what you can see from here? Can you see the fact that it is right now 224 yards opposed to 218 yards? Uh, is that is that with your eyes? Okay. Touchdown ratio still the same per game. This is on a per game basis, 1.4. But let me tell you something about the intangibles, the things that you just can't see. Yes, Dak dude gets a little bit more tackles or sacks or what have you in the backfield. But look at this. He averaging 20 yards a game. The number went down a little bit. But it's 20 yards a game off of four attempts. This is close to three attempts. He's only averaging six a game. Guys. You have to look at the facts, but let me look at the main ingredients. Let's look at the main ingredients right here. It's right here for your eyes to see. 66.1. It was 65 a couple of days ago, but now it went up a little bit because he had a monster game the other day. All right, so it's 66.1. Of course, since Amari Cooper is in it to the scene and, uh, we're not going to talk about Matt Ryan because he had Roddy Wrights of the Worlds. He had Julio Jones. He then, uh, I guess in that small stretch of things, too, he had a nice George Norwood. He had some running backs, too. Not, I'm not going to say he had a running back of the Ezekiel Elliott caliber, but he still had some weapons around him. And nobody can dispute that against me or, or, or debate me against that because <laughs> Matt Ryan had some weapons. And I don't care what nobody say. Okay, now 62 touchdown. I'll give you that. Okay, 62 opposed to 66. Matt Ryan threw a, a couple more touchdowns, and he had one game extra to do it. Because remember, it's 45 games compared to 46. 95.8 and nobody can talk about well it's a different era it's a different era you know law it's a different era no it's the same era because they didn't change anything as far as defensive wise since matt ryan being into this league 95.8 right 86.9 these facts these numbers are murdering and butchering what tony gonzalez just said <laughs> i cannot make this up and you already know i'm finna bring up the other intangible the things that you just don't see right 
right, hold, hold on for me right quick. I'm going to have to pause it right quick. I'm going to be right back. right i'm back all right so if you look at everything look at the touchdowns the 17 touchdown opposed to two touchdowns that's the intangibles that we can't just see that's what Dak prescott brings to everything guys that is what we need out there on the field 17 touchdown by the legs (laughs) i gotta say it you can't make this stuff up but one extra caveat that i have to bring to each and every last one of you guys I have to tell you this right now. I have to tell you this right now. One of these quarterbacks first round draft pick. One of these quarterbacks graded with a first round draft pick. Grade, first round grade. The other is a fourth round grade, but we like to put him so high on a we like to put him so high on a pedestal that everybody dismissed this. <laughs> I cannot make this up. And uh can I talk about the interception ratio too? 24 compared to 34. (laughs) Can I talk about the ball that's been thrown in the air? Who dinked and who dunked the most? 7.4. That's this average yards of of throwing the ball. 6.9 for Matt Ryan. Okay. So with that being said, guys, we got to stop just trying to get rid of Let's get rid of let's get rid of Dak Prescott. Let's get bring in a Matt Ryan. You know, let's go draft another quarterback. That's going to be another three to four years of development. It's just what it is. I hate to bring out the cold hard facts, but that's just what it is, guys. We got to be able to just look at a collective on that offensive ro- on the offensive defensive roster. So I like him a lot. Dak is a great guy. I've, I've hung out with this guy in person. I. I I even hate saying this stuff about him because I, I, I want him to have success, and I hope he keeps improving. But right now, just looking at the numbers, mm. there's no way that he is that franchise guy. He's a guy who needs to be surrounded by the right people. And if you can do that, if you can get <laughs> him just told you. to take $20 million a year and you can keep building the team around him, then do that. But I don't think Dak's going to want that if he goes to the playoffs this year. He's going to want his money mm-hmm. and say, look, I need – his agent's going to say, I need $28 million a year for this kid. And now Dak's going to have to make a decision. Or Jerry's going to make a decision. I'm sold on Dak Prescott because of Amari Cooper. By time, somebody spoke with That's why I'm sold on Dak Prescott. And when you look at this stat, it talks about most wins since 2016. Tom Brady at 33. And then Dak Prescott with 30. And then Roethlisberger with 29. At the end of the day, what matters? Wins. Wins. He's been able to win. Let me tell you the names that should be on that list that you just gave. Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones. And the- <laughs> oh, oh, now you want to give Jerry Jones the credit. I'm going to tell you, I disagree <laughs> oh, with that because players, players, players play. equate the wins and what yeah. they put around them. And that the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones understand he may not be a Patrick Mahomes, a Jerry right. Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady talent right now, Russell Wilson. But we, if we develop and put and, the And people- let me bring this home too as well. Patrick uh, – Mahomes and Jared Goff, they may not be Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goffs of the world because 
We don't know how they play in the playoffs. We just don't know how it plays when it get cold outside. We it's just is the bottom line. And then on top of that, with the other stats out there, what I talked about with Matt Ryan, didn't they get a chance to play the Buccaneers twice a year? <laughs> Ain't that nice? Back in those days, the Buccaneers were trash. And then on top of that, can I talk about the, the North Carolina and the Carolina Panthers? Weren't they trash during those time of the years too? Carolina just started getting hot around 2000 and. 15-ish, that's when they started to get hot a little bit. So we can't just discount this division. Everybody in this division got a Super Bowl ring. I understand that. Then on top of that, everybody in this division as well. It's, it's, it's one of those things that they play each other hard. It's a rivalry game every time we play each other. So I'm not trying to just discount and give a discount of the discount. But what I'm saying is collectively, it all comes together when you're talking about a young quarterback trying to play in the National Football League. Got to take time, but let's go with it. Pieces around him that make him better, that give him more confidence, this is what we can have. And it's been proven to work for them. And I don't think they care about what anybody is saying, specifically us in the media, to where Dak Prescott needs to be this Patrick Mahomes difference maker with all this talent. No, he just needs to not turn the ball over. And when it matters in the fourth quarter, which is what he did yesterday in overtime, make plays and get it into the hands of your playmakers. He's done that. I'm watching that game yesterday, and I'm just so – Dallas's defense is just – it's legit. It's yeah, 100%. It's totally legit. And I just started thinking, I was like, you know what they should do? They should commit to the Baltimore Ravens 2000 formula. Trent Dilford just don't screw this up. Mm. And instead of this kid throwing the ball 26 times in the first half, let him throw it 12 times, run Zeke, and let your defense carry you. He's a a better version of Trent Dilford. And they're trying to make him into something he's not. That's what I felt uh, watching that game yesterday. If they would just... Now, I, I don't have enough time to educate the young man. Um, but but this is the thing. I, I, I don't even want to go down the... the <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to pull up the stats comparison because it would just be a disservice for pro football reference. Uh, look, guys, the thing is, Trent Differ, yes, he, he, he can't throw the ball the way you wanted to back in the day. Trent Differ. I'm talking about Trent Differ, not Dak Prescott. But remember I was talking about the fact that Dak Prescott at this age is outperforming Matthew Stafford. Outperformed uh, Matty Ice. He's making better decisions than a young, and I'm going to say a young Steve Young at this point of his career. He's making better decision makings than a plethora of quarterbacks. I, I already pulled out the facts. Now, for you to go, still go for the low hanging fruit, yes, I understand. But for 455 yards, I would sit and wait and, and, and just wait for those games that Trent Different would ever throw out there. And, and, and the Brad Johnsons and the, and the Tim Tebow, because I, I already, already moved away those myths. <laughs> I already bust them up with facts. But, you know, those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. So people are still going to have the same thought. They're going to have the same thoughts regardless. But this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. I just showed you stats of, of 17 touchdowns by the legs, right? Uh, now, th- and this is the other thing. 
the, I've yet to hear any talking heads criticize Carson Wentz. I just want to see some fair and balance here. And I'll wait and I'll sit there and I'll do a show on that as well. But this is the thing. Is it more so coaching or is it quarterback play when you go line up shotgun when you got the ball on the 10-yard line or the, or the 12-yard line and you got one of the greatest quarter running backs of all times as it relates to his first, what, first three years out there? And stats shows that at this point, you just run the rock with Ezekiel Elliott. It would be it would be nice if we were to look at this game and the coaching staff were decided to say, okay, we're gonna run this rock in, we're gonna do what got us there, and we're gonna punch it in with Ezekiel Elliott instead of lining up shotgun and sending everybody vertically and expecting this quarterback to make those throws. I, you don't just do that. Even if you're playing Madden, I wish you guys do that when you're playing Madden. Let me know for those who are out there that play it on Madden or Tecmo Bowl, you go into the uh, the 10-yard line and you line it up vertically. And you you, you do an all-go pretty much routes uh, out of shotgun while you inside the money zone. Let me know what your uh, percentages of scoring off of that play. Let me know. No end arounds, no rollouts, no wiggles when you get down into the inside. At least do that. I just wish this coaching staff can do that. But no, they go line up shotgun. They do some horrible piss poor performance of a RPO. A little play that they do like this, you know. It, it's, it's just crazy to me. But let's go ahead and listen to this thing. We'll wrap this thing up. Man, look at these linebackers. Look at the way our secondary covers. We have a potential Baltimore Ravens type defense. Roll with that and don't let this kid screw he it said up we. because he did in the first <laughs> half. Because you, you said that's what they had. They had a game where the defense is playing lights out, the running game is going, and Dak had Philly in the game all the way into the fourth quarter. I don't know if they're trying to mess this up or look at that formula and say we can't duplicate it because the NFL is different now. You're talking about 18 years later, rule changes, protecting the quarterback, inflated numbers. Like the Trent Dilfer model almost seems antiquated when you can protect the quarterback in keep the pocket like that. you can. Keep thinking but, but, all right, this is untimely criticism from you and Tony about Dak Prescott. Think about it. Like, this is one of Dak's best games. Yes. And there have been times where you you came into this season I know. high on Dak. I know. This is a game where you're like, this actually helps. I react to new information, and those first three quarters said a lot more than the fourth quarter. The kids' game-winning touchdown pass was lucky. The ball should have been batted down. Amari Cooper made a hell of an adjustment on one of the long balls that was underthrown and made the catch. And again, quarterbacks do that, and I'm glad he put it out there for him to make a play. But I'm watching that game for three quarters and say, hey, man, just don't screw this up. And he screwed it up for three quarters. If they weren't playing Philadelphia, there was a hot mess, they would have lost that game. I'll leave you with this. This is something our, our boy Max yeah. Kellerman used to always tell yeah. me. He's like, in terms of untimely criticism, the time to criticize the fat dude is not when he's leaving the gym with the sweaty wristbands. <laughs> Think about it. He finally did something. You still going to be on his okay. head? Okay. That did something now. This yeah. is not the time, y'all. You're, you're not the time, okay. baby. I'm so... Oh, wow. I'm, no, no, no. I'm going to say this. <laughs> That's okay. This is the way I answer This is the way I answer it. Because I like, I like that. I'm sold on Dak this year. Yeah, I'm sold on Dak. Next, if he can... Because because Jerry and Jerry... Good job, Jerry. You surrounded this kid with the right talent. So I'm sold on him this year. But eventually you're going to have to make a choice. 
Because he Jerry already said, Amari Cooper's coming after my money, and I'm going to give it to him. Okay? You got to max him out. Then you, you're gonna, who you going to max out those linebackers. Mm. You're going to max out the quarterback, too. You got to max that running back out coming up soon. Mm. You cannot – Dak cannot be that quarterback of the – he can't be that franchise quarterback. But I'm sold on it at this point. And, and going think, forward, yes, I'm I think they it. understand that, which is why you have – we have not heard Jerry Jones say – uh, Dak Prescott is coming after that money. No, right, because they understand. Money. Look, they understand. no son, Dak understand. we need pieces around you to get the best out of you. Now, when when you start elevating everybody around you instead of those around you <laughs> elevating your level of play, then you can call the shots. And that's what I'm saying yeah, about yeah. Dak right there. I don't think he's he's not that quarterback right, right. now. Right. Not yet. Let me, y'all but this is your three. Y'all yeah, saying the same three. thing I'm saying. Y'all just trying to be polite about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Ray on the kid parade, man? I really appreciate everybody, man, uh, for tuning in to the nation. Why rain on the kid parade? We are we already understand that the guy got some need. He needs some improvement. He needs to work on a lot of things. But give the guy a look of praise uh, with 455 yards. That's hard to do, man. Some of you guys can't even do it on Madden. You know what I mean. So, but it is what it is. I'm talking about John Madden, you know. Uh, but it is what it is at this point. Really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank those, especially on the Law Nation page. Uh, I got... Joe, first person in this house, man. Appreciate you. 1985 Nova, second place. Shoddy, man. What's good, man? Thank you for tuning in. Third place, fam. Appreciate you. Virginia Finals regulating. Sarah Green. Hey, lady. Uh, and then also uh, on the Law Nation. On the Law Nation. I can't even speak today. I'm going to la, la, la. <laughs> I got to have my coffee, man. I didn't even have my coffee yet. Jeremy Shorter. Appreciate you. Josh Skinner, the winner, second place. Charles Barnes, third place. Got to step it up, fam. Got to step it up. But this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. All we got to do is win the games that's in front of us. We play against the coach next week. Well, coming up this Sunday, uh, we should figure out a way to just, just dominate. All we got to do is play our style of football. Don't worry about what they do. And uh, just play our level of football. And, and on, on top of that, with Dak Prescott, he can only get better. I do know that everybody say, well, he regressed. Well, you take away, you take away this man weapons. You take away no tight end. You take away. Can you imagine Pat Mahomes or a golf? They didn't have their tight end. They didn't have a, pr a primary or a dominant receiver. What would they be talking about right now? And now we saw some chinks in the armor towards the latter part of the year. We're seeing that the Rams struggling against the Chicago Bears. We saw that the LA Rams all. Well, I'm talking about. I meant to say the Chiefs, although they won against the Ravens. One can argue the fact if the Ravens played a little bit more crispier game, then they could have been holding an L as well. So we see the flaws in other teams. We see that. <laughs> it's all about what you can do when you have the weapons around you. Amari Cooper elevated this whole entire team. And then on top of that, we got the fact that we, we, we elevate with elevation. I just wish people stopped calling me. I'm getting so many people calling my phone. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to have to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to the nation. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, subscribe to the channel, and I'm going to get on out of here since everybody want to call me on my personal phone right now. Let me just get on out of here. Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Hit that subscribe button. And remember, you're listening to nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing but the best. Salute.
Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's stay positive, man. It's still Victory Tuesday now. We move Victory Monday to Victory Tuesday. We can start focusing on the coach Wednesday, hump day, all day, right? <laughs> let's do this thing, baby. Hit that subscribe button. Join the notification squad. Yes, let's go.